That's why in spiritual practice, first lesson told is to become a little dispassion, renunciation, detachment is emphasized for this only. Because on whatever object I, I fix my mind, my mind becomes attached to it and I become part of it and I lose freedom also. Supposing I have this watch and I hold it in my hand thinking it's mine, well, I have left with only the other hand to function because this is holding on to it, you see, it, may, it incapacitates, incapacitates its hand from any useful activity. That's what this attachment hmm, or feeling of I and mine results in. We have attached ourselves to his body and mind. So, to that extent, we are, we are not capable of looking beyond. We think that's all what we have. And we function at that level and we are not able to look further. So, this is real ignorance. To get rid of this ignorance, certain amount of spiritual practice is prescribed. And the first and the foremost prescription is spirit of dispassion, detachment and renunciation. With everything in this world, it doesn't mean we throw away things and just get rid of it and sit there, you say, then nothing belongs to me now. No. By all means have that useful, but you know that's not all. Until at last a stage may come when you throw away everything. Even in normal life we do it, you see. We get things and cherish them and think they are very valuable and hold on to them for a while and then we find it's a burden, we leave it, throw it away and get something else. This we keep on doing. We are continuously practicing. Our life is forcing little, little uh, renunciation on us continuously. Even what happens, children grow up, if so fondly you are holding on to children, they grow up and go their way. If you don't have that little spirit of dispassion, you will be every time feeling, I, I sacrificed so much. How many mothers talk in this language? I did all that for you, now what have you done for me? As if you were, you were bargaining all the while, you see. Huh? So they have gone away and uh, deserted you. No, you did it because that's how you have got to express yourself. It only gives a chance for your expression. Even building up a little good feeling at heart in bringing up the children. And then, of course, they have got to go their way. That's what we all have done <laughs> in the place where we were. So that's what they also have to do. They have got to. So life is continuously teaching us this lesson of renunciation and dispassion. But we must consciously become aware of it and practice it. When we do that, then we know whatever happens around, we have got to be living like that dispassionate looking at it, until at last the problem comes of our own body and mind. Even that has to go. It's a useful instrument, but I cannot be carrying it with me. I've got to leave it behind. So, the scriptures teach these lessons. Great spiritual teachers have been telling us this. But to achieve this state of mental freedom, certain amount of effort has got to be put in. Putting this effort is our own responsibility. That's what we call a self-effort. Because this spiritual quest is very demanding. Even ordinary quest of many little pleasures of life is very demanding. 
So spiritual quest is much more demanding. And we have got to struggle hard. Mr. Eckhart in one place beautifully tells us, you see, in truth man is God and God is man. But this is concealed. It's not so obviously visible, you see. So time has hidden this treasure of the divine realm within us and man knows nothing else. I'm sorry, man knows everything else but not himself because it's concealed, you see. Hence the necessity for self-effort. Unless you make a little effort, you can't unravel the mystery. The mysterious mystery is here. It is there and not visible to us. See, our mind again runs after familiar tracks, because that's easy to do, you see. Because mind is used to run on the tracks well known and also the, se the sense impressions that are coming from outside constantly. We are used to them, so the mind constantly goes out like that. And they are the channels that are well known to the mind, going out towards sense objects. Now, to give it a new direction, one has to put forth a little effort. So the most important thing to do is to calm the mind. The mind is constantly exposed to disturbances from outside and we have got to make a little effort and calm the mind. This is the first and the important lesson we have got to learn. Then as we start doing it again and again, mind comes under control. Till that time, mind is constantly slipping into this world of maya outside, you see, and gets involved there constantly. So sustained, sincere self-effort is necessary to change the direction of the flow of the mind. The mind is the instrument as well as the object of our discipline, because it's capable of disciplining itself, you see. So we have got to make continuous effort on that direction, because whatever we do, we have to satisfy our egoistic mind as our aims, as to our aims and aspirations. See, first my mind has got to be satisfied. So we must hold before our mind the immense benefits of this effort we are putting in. The mind that enjoys the world, also it's the same mind that suffers peacelessness. So this mind is limited by its own ex experiences. So the aim of spiritual life is to find peace and freedom. This is possible only when we know the ultimate truth. Thou shalt know the truth and truth shall make you free. So the mind must be, the ideal must be kept before the mind constantly. So to do that, a lot of self-effort is necessary. Because our mind is used to see what is not truth, that's this world. It's an ever-changing entity, this world, 
constant change is its nature, people and things that we consider most valuable and important are continuously change and move away. This we are seeing every, every time in our lives. So things which we consider valuable today become a burden tomorrow. People whom we consider valuable and love them today disappear tomorrow. So when we analyze all this, we find really there's nothing worthwhile to which I'm clinging on in this world. They are useful. By all means, we will use them. But ultimately, they are not worthwhile. They all seem to be moving on and slipping away from our fingers. Time consumes everything. So this is the state of self-delusion we live in continuously. But all the same, this very world is the place where we have got to live and improve our spiritual life. Because world is the context where we have to strengthen our spiritual fiber. This very world is the training ground for us to manifest our spiritual or fulfill our spiritual aspirations. 